0: Welcome to uh, Smashing Theory, the Super Smash Bros. Switch Prediction Podcast. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And this is a cool episode. Yeah. Because <laughs> for the first time since we started the podcast, Nintendo has actually openly talked about Smash Bros. Oh my gosh, what did they say? Uh, they had their investors meeting recently, and when they did so, they revealed their E3 plans. Go on. (laughs) (laughs) On June 12th, -hmm. they're going to have their usual E3 presentation. They're going to talk about Switch games that are coming out later this year. Sure. And they're confirmed to give some real in-depth coverage to the new Super Smash Bros. game. Right. Then later that same evening, they're going to do the Super Smash Bros. Invitational, where we get to see a tournament involving that game taking place. Right. So that means we, we have hard confirmation that the Super Smash Bros. reveal is going to happen on June 12th at E3, and we're not going to get like a Smash Direct beforehand, which uh, which helps us out. That sort of informs the pace at which we make our next batch of predictions. Right. And maybe it'll lock in some predictions
1: that we've already made.
0: But yeah, in the meantime, we have... Some more
1: predictions of our own to make. We do. What are we predicting today?
0: So this episode is Rough Housing. Yeah. The Animal Crossing and Punch-Out episode.
1: Greatest title that we've done so far. You're only saying that because you came up with it. I mean, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So...
0: Let's get right into it. Let's start with Animal Crossing. Okay. So as usual, we jump into uh,
1: characters and veterans and all that. And of course, as you listeners at home know, there are many Animal Crossing characters that have featured in Smash. It's certainly one of the most represented franchises, but around since the beginning, since the old Nintendo 64 days, <laughs> there are now 12... 12- Look, it's just the Villager. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Villager is our one veteran character.
0: Right. Uh, He made his debut in 4, actually. Yes. One funny thing about Villager in Smash 4 is that very few people predicted that they would be in the game. Right. Because when Brawl came out, there was actually a decent amount of Animal Crossing representation in that game in terms of stages and items and, and music and trophies and stuff but there was no playable character representing Animal Crossing. Sakurai said in an interview later, he said in in Iwata Asks, that he talked to the creator of Animal Crossing about putting the villager in the game. The creator of Animal Crossing said, no, you know, like, Animal Crossing is more of a passive, pacifistic series, and I, I think that Smash Bros. is too violent a setting for, for an Animal Crossing character to, like, fight in. You know? and, that,
1: and that puts the Animal Crossing franchise in this really interesting situation and I wonder how uncommon this is, where we got, like, Animal Crossing representation in terms of, I think, even stages, right, before there were any Animal Crossing characters you could play as in yeah, the game. Yeah. And I just think that that's kind of, you know, that's, that's kind of funky. Like, uh, like I can't think of offhand of any other characters where that is the case. There are some franchises
0: that got represented by stages and not by characters to date, but it's okay. but it's all like fringe stuff, like uh, like balloon fight and electroplankton, right? Yeah,
1: electroplankton.
0: Uh, yeah, it was. I think it was like an experimental DS game or something. Oh, electroplankton. Okay.
1: So was this in Brawl or something? Yeah, like the electroplankton stage was in Brawl. Not okay. a, it's not in four. Brawl is definitely like out of all the Smash games, the one that I'm going to remember the least because I probably played it the least. That's probably fair. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah. So. When prediction time for four came around, a lot of people, including me, actually were like, "Well, yeah they they said that the villager wouldn't be in the game because right. the the creator doesn't want him in. Why would that change? Obviously,
1: he changes minds Yeah, yeah I guess. Something, something yeah, happened I there. guess that
0: did change. Maybe right. maybe Sakurai like rooted. It's like, oh look, I, I can have the character like act in pacifistic ways, but still do damage to the characters with his move set. Have him, like, not, like, maybe be violent,
1: but do things like drop bowling balls and plant trees. And uh, in that respect, I think that whether or not I enjoy playing as the villager, which I don't play as him that often in Smash 4, I do think that he's just a master class of how to design a character in such a way that really thematically suits the game that he came from uh really really neat design really fun moves and and smashes and stuff like that yeah
0: i i love the villager design from a gameplay level and i actually played as a villager like a decent deal mm-hmm. i think he's really fun to play i do too yeah i just his... always
1: i had a, i always had a hard time timing the tree chop
0: yeah yeah that's fair a lot
1: of setup involved there nah great character i think he'll
0: obviously come back for
1: because why not i'm down for that he is kind of a meme machine
0: <laughs> m-e-m-e machine yeah he he did show up in a lot of pictures like with like the psychotic face <laughs> right with people yeah. just
1: making him out to be like an actual serial murderer which he, i thought was kind of funny at the time yeah
0: th- th- that joke definitely ran its course but it was funny at the beginning yeah which yeah. is cool i think he'll definitely come back nice yeah animal crossing is kind of a big deal still so yeah.
1: i think he'll be back i think that's a good prediction
0: so moving on to veteran assist trophies, first, Mr. Rossetti was an assist trophy in Brawl right. again before any playable characters even showed up. And what a great assist trophy he is. He's one of my favorites. <laughs> yeah, me too. He like yeah, he shows up on the map and just you see his word bubble pop up as he just rants about what's happening on the stage. Sometimes he'll try to impersonate one of the fighters on the stage, <laughs> and then he'll just like end his time on the stage by yelling and an explosion shows up next to him. And, you know, the explosion, if anyone's close to him, when that happens, they get damaged by that and get knocked off
1: the stage, potentially. Uh, Mr. Rossetti, for those of you who may not have context, is a mole. He's a mole, right? Yeah. Is that what he's supposed to be? Yeah. Who is meant to be a deterrent to you trying to kind of save scum your Animal Crossing file. Yeah. If you quit without saving in the older games, not in New Leaf, he will then appear and kind of rant to you for a while. Yeah. And it's supposed to kind of make you think twice before you uh quit without saving.
0: Yeah, in older versions of the game, he would actually like punish you for save scumming and he'd like take stuff away from you if oh, you did that. Oh, I didn't know that. Um like, you know, he'd take some of your bells as punishment <sighs> and actually at the <laughs> The last time you try to do it, he actually threatens to delete your save file. He doesn't actually do it, but he pretends that he does for a oh, second. He's like, ah, you, now you'll think twice
1: before. <laughs>
0: yeah, wow. In, in subsequent in subsequent games, he admonishes you, right. but he makes less threats. And I think in New Leaf, actually, he just doesn't show up unless you uh <laughs> you like activate a setting that makes him say, yell like, at you. I yeah. think I
1: think you can build something in your town yes. you know, that causes him to appear.
0: Yeah. now he's really great. I love him in the franchise. I love him in Brawl, and he didn't return for Smash 4.
1: What a shame.
0: Yeah. He stayed in Brawl. I'm guessing that a potential reason mm-hmm. they did that is because Mr. Rossetti, is a trophy in Brawl, would sort of comment on what's happening during the fight,
1: right. and maybe
0: that was too much for the 3DS processor.
1: Oh, could be. Uh-huh. Yeah. I can see that. So do you think, based on that, that he'll be making a return? I'd like him to, but I
0: don't see it happening. <laughs> okay. I think I think there's a lot of stuff that they'll bring back from Brawl mm-hmm. that they scrapped for 3ds because the processing power wasn't strong enough. Right. I think there's some stuff they'll bring back, like the amount of Pikmin that Olimar can have, right. like the ice climbers. Uh, that we'll talk more about that later. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> But I think Rossetti is just something that they probably don't think is too much of a loss and they can just leave him in Brawl.
1: That makes sense, I guess. I'll miss him though. Me too. I will really yeah. miss him. He's he's great uh as a representative of that class of kind of Nintendo's style assist trophies that kind of, you know, yeah uh disrupt your view in a in a cool or cute way.
0: Yeah. Actually side note, before we knew that Animal Crossing characters were kinda off the table as playable, back when Brawl was about to come out, I thought that maybe Mr. Rossetti would be a playable representative <laughs> for Animal Crossing. I, I can thought, see it. yeah, I thought he'd be great. You know, he has like a he can dig into the mm-hmm. ground, is down B. He's, he's got a pickaxe. pickaxe. Yeah. yeah.
1: Okay. All right.
0: Yeah i uh, I thought he was a uh, he was a
1: contender. I don't really think so as much anymore. Right. Um, I really like that idea, and I think he'd yeah. be really fun. But I wouldn't like predict him, for instance. Yeah. You know, in this episode. Agreed. And
0: therefore, I am not. Then in Smash Four we got an Isabel Assist trophy. Yeah.
1: Isabel's great. Yeah, for those of you who don't have any Smash kind of Isabel is the best character in Animal <laughs> Crossing. That's all you need to know. She's amazing. Yeah. In,
0: in Animal Crossing New Leaf, you uh, you're the mayor of a city and Isabel is your assistant, a dog who's head represents a bag of money
1: which is called bells in the game (laughs) she is a bell i didn't figure that out until way after the game came out and you told me (laughs) i had no idea that's such a great pun
0: yeah and yeah she's just really adorable and upbeat and helpful and probably a better mayor than you are yes absolutely (laughs) and in smash 4 she shows up and she throws fruits around and anyone can pick them up not just the character that summoned her
1: and considering Animal Crossing's kind of history with fruit, I think that that's fine. I
0: nodded. <laughs> you heard that, right? You heard me nodding. Woo! Yeah, I agree. Good. <laughs> yeah, she's the greatest his trophy. <laughs> I've seen some people say that she should be playable, and that'd be super cute, but I don't think it's going to happen.
1: No, me neither, but I would love that, and I'd play her constantly. Oh, yeah. No matter yes. what her moveset was. You, yeah. sh-
0: you sure would. I sure would. So, uh, moving on to costumes that have been in Mm -hmm. Smash 4. Animal Crossing actually did get a costume. You could dress your gunner character up like K.K. Slider. His guitar is the
1: gun that you shoot out of. Which is pretty weird. Yeah. You know, like, I I appreciate K.K. Slider representation because I I love him. He's a great character. I love K.K. Slider, too, and so does one of our listeners. Oh, tell me about it. Go
0: Green Beans 5 on Reddit says, I don't have any suggestions for Punch-Out, but I can see a potential character from Animal Crossing. I would love K.K. Slider. He could beat the shit out of people with his guitar, or do something similar to Jigglypuff's Up Special with his music. Huh. I don't think this would ever happen, but he has been a trophy since Melee. He appears in the Smashville stage in Brawl and Smash Wii U, and there is a me costume of him. Thank you all for doing this podcast by the way it satisfies my smash switch information craving and y'all are very
1: enjoyable to listen to you know what go go green beans 5 where was just go yeah, just, just go. go you know one. what go green beans 5 thank you <laughs> <laughs> that's one of the sweetest things anyone's ever said about this podcast sweeter than green beans poached in sugar
0: yeah thank thank you go green beans <laughs> 5 yes very sweet really appreciate it and Cool idea. I do think that KK Slider is going to stay sort of the NPC that he's been. Sure. Because one notable thing about KK Slider is that on every Animal Crossing stage, KK will show up on Saturday nights. Right. And Play his music right, and if he was playable, maybe they wouldn't have him on the stage anymore, and that'd
1: be really sad. I'd be really sad about that. You just stick Waluigi in there instead <laughs> with <laughs> a ukulele. <laughs> 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 or, oh my god, they could replace <laughs> him. <laughs> with... Go on, um, <laughs> in...
0: <laughs>
1: okay, I'll really stop sorry. in the Animal Crossing <laughs> games. There's like this would be pirate who sort of sings sea shanties as he transports Kepin. you across the ocean. Yeah, they should add KK Slider to the game and then put Kappen in when, when you're KK playing KK 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 slider. KK slider. <laughs> like the <laughs> Waluigi idea. Wee, wait, wait, wait. Wow, it's it's funny how much you like that Waluigi idea. Because the more you do it, the less I like it. It's so wee, weird. Wee, wee, wee. It's like you have a magical power to ruin wee. things that I say. Incredible! <coughs> uh, all right. So anyway, thanks for the suggestion. Go, go, Greenbe, go! <laughs> I keep wanting to add another go. <sighs> I just think, look, if. Reddit ever opens up the opportunity for you to change your username. I'm not saying that you have to, but I do think that Go Go Green Beans Five has a nice cadence to it. Don't don't listen to Sean. Just a your, suggestion. Your name is perfect the way it is. From me to you. <laughs> now go, Green Beans Five. Go and listen to the rest of this podcast. Thank you for the thank you for the prediction. Anyway, we got anything else to talk about, Daniel? <laughs> yes all right <laughs>
0: uh we're uh we're recording this on a work night for sean uh and <laughs> yeah. this has definitely affected our our psyches a bit i, I don't
1: know what you're talking about
0: <laughs> yeah
1: yeah our current moods have nothing to do with the fact that i got off work a little while ago and you just recorded your other podcast five seconds ago right
0: yeah like i i fucking double whammyed this <laughs> shit um not a mistake at all. Let's go. Okay. New character discussion. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> Tom Nook. Yeah. Now, that's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but why?
1: <laughs> okay. Yeah. So,
0: I'm I'm not actually predicting Tom Nook. Okay. But I think out of like out of the Animal Crossing cast, if any character could be considered for a playable slot besides the ones we've mentioned, like Mr. Rossetti and Isabel and KK Slider. Sure. I think Tom Nook is worth a Tom Look. Oh, that was good. <laughs> you don't have to lie to that me. That pun's got me Tom Shook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, a staple of the series. He's been around since the beginning. He was actually a trophy in Melee also. Right. On the nature of him being iconic, right? Mm-hmm. On the RPM uh triangle. No. <laughs> <laughs> In terms of relevance, popularity, and moveset potential, mm-hmm. he definitely has the relevance and the popularity.
1: Okay. And I can see that the moveset potential is where I'm kind of wondering.
0: Oh, you know, he uh, his B-move is he puts you in thousands of dollars <sighs> of
1: debt. And then that just ends the match. Yeah, because, you know, you need to go, like, chop trees or whatever instead of smashing him. One thing that I really appreciate about the Animal Crossing franchise and that I, I wish this was how it worked in real life is that you can rack up like hundreds of thousands of bells worth of debt with Tom and there's no interest on it and you just pay it back whenever you want. It's such a chill game. Yeah. Oh, what a great franchise. Yeah.
0: Except for Pocket Camp. <laughs> the one thing I can think about Tom Nook's moveset is that he could have multiple jumps because of his tanuki tail. Oh yeah, and that's all I really got. Well, um, okay, I think he can do things like put down blueprints or something sure, that maybe uh-huh. like turn into like houses and shit. I don't know.
1: Maybe he could just have like a bunch of weird items from his kids' store. Oh yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. He could have Timmy
0: and Tommy as like summons or
1: something. Uh, ah yeah, yeah, okay. We're, we're working on it. Yeah. we're chopping it. We're yeah. making stuff happen.
0: Yeah, I. I th- I would definitely trust Sakurai to make a cool moveset for him. Oh,
1: sure. I mean, if the character's going to be in the game, I have to assume that he's thought about it for a while. And, oh, yeah. You know, and he has satisfied the moveset potential part of the triangle for himself.
0: Yeah, yeah. However, um, I think Tom Nook makes more sense as a spectator. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, he is present in the Villager's Final Smash. He right. builds, he helps build the house with his sons, like the Villager traps you in, basically. Okay. So I thought he was maybe a little worth discussing, but I don't think we'll see him. Cool. Uh, At this point, we would move on to talking about bosses. Really hard to think of a boss that could represent (laughs) Animal Crossing, because it's such a chill
1: franchise. Right, like, you know, you don't fight any bosses in the games, obviously. Yeah. And really, there aren't any objectives. Or, I mean, there are objectives, but there's no kind of, like, main objective. There isn't really an ending. Yeah, uh, the, the
0: boss that represents Animal Crossing in Smash Bros., is it's eleven fifty eight PM and you're on the other side of the map and you need to get to <laughs> the thrift shop before it closes so you fight a tree. Right. So basically no bosses. Yeah, no bosses. <laughs> yeah, no. So let's move on to stages. Sounds good. So, old stages to start. Uh, we had one stage in Brawl. Right. Again, this predates villager as a playable character. Mm-hmm.
1: Spicy bit of trivia for you.
0: Yeah. Uh, Smashville. Right. <laughs> this was really cute. So, Sakurai basically decided to build a stage that sort of represents an Animal Crossing village. And in Animal Crossing games, you get to name your village. Right. So, Sakurai was like, This village is named Smashville. <laughs> I named it. <laughs> <laughs> Good. I actually really
1: love that. Like, yeah. I love that. It's it's really cute. So it Smash. Just, it just makes me think of like you named this, I named this. <laughs> <laughs> so Smashville
0: is basically just a platform with a smaller platform above it, and. That's all. <laughs> yeah, you f- the, the Animal Crossing villagers are in the background while you fight, and K.K. Slider plays music on Saturdays. It's one of the few tournament legal stages in Brawl.
1: Mm-hmm. Which is always impressive.
0: Yeah. Not very remarkable mechanically, no real hazards or anything, but I still liked being on that stage because the music was real good.
1: So that showed up
0: in Brawl, but it also showed up in the Wii U version of 4. Right. Which is really interesting because the Wii U version of 4 also had a new stage called Town and City. Mm-hmm which is a platform with two smaller platforms above it, and it's functionally just, like, it's basically the same as Smashville. There's a different assortment of villagers in the background. Occasionally, like, balloons will fly onto the stage and drop fruit and shit.
1: Okay. But it's it's just, it's basically feels
0: like it's just Smashville
1: again. Well, you know, I think they just know their market, and they wanted to make another tournament legal stage with Animal Crossing characters in it, so that, like, when Hungry Box is done dominating the tournament scene, he'll think to himself, "Oh, I was just fighting on either Smashville or Town and City. I should open up Animal Crossing to relax and calm myself down."
0: <laughs> well, yeah, like it just felt redundant. Like Smashville and Town and City are both in the Wii U version of Four. No, I
1: also think that that's ridiculous. I yeah. told a ridiculous story. To <laughs> that is, if that wasn't clear. What else yeah. we got
0: going on? So, over on the 3DS version of Smash 4, mm-hmm. we got Tortimer Island, yeah. which is a much cooler and more interesting stage. Yeah. Uh, you know, it takes, it takes place on the island that you go to, a new leaf,
1: to get special bugs and do games and stuff. Right, which I always call Cash Island, because if I'm ever feeling a little light in the coin purse, or the yeah. bell purse... Yeah, you can
0: hang out there for half an hour and then like sell like 200,000 bells worth of stuff. <laughs> right, just like
1: wacky fish. Yeah. Another sh- cool thing that you can do is if you know that there's a fishing contest coming up, just go to Tortimer Island and get a big fish, and then put it in your dresser. Ah. <laughs> and then when they're like, "Hey, we're looking for big fish," you'd be like, "Look at this fucking thing," and uh, you win. Oh wow, you really uh, got
0: some Animal Crossing life hacks there. Yeah, yeah, I got some loot for your mind. <laughs> Anyway, I hope Tortimer Island comes back. Yeah, that'd be cool. I want to see that stage in HD, and I think it's a cool representation of Animal Crossing. Nice. Three stages across two games, that's not bad. hmm So, we can talk about new stages now. Let's do. So, I've got an idea. Tell me. Animal Crossing New Leaf got an expansion called Welcome Amiibo mm-hmm. in late 2016, which is presumably when Sakurai had his nose to the old Smash 5 grindstone. Mm-hmm animal crossing new leaf welcome amiibo as an area called the campground right where there's like a new like hippie dog like hanging out in this camp area where he sells special items but there's also like rvs and stuff with key members of the animal crossing cast just like on vacation Mm -hmm. Uh, and you go into the rv and you can buy special items from them using a special campground exclusive currency I think this would be a great stage, like, you know, you could be fighting in the middle of the campground, and, like, RVs could, like, drive in, Uh, like, as platforms uh for you to jump on and stuff. That's cool. And uh, that'd be, like, a cool, interesting way for new characters to cameo, like, maybe Tom Nook can, like, crawl out of the RV, Mm -hmm. and, you know, I think the campground has a lot of cool stage potential, and it also just existed at the exact right time for it to be considered.
1: That makes a lot of sense. Can I tell you my own campground spin idea? Yeah, yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. It's kind of a flat stage. It's another kind of stage like the bridge in Zelda where there aren't places where you fall off on either side. Uh, Walk-off zones. Walk-off zones, exactly. And uh, the RV wouldn't be a platform. It would kind of drive in and hit anybody who's on that side, then Mm. swerve into the middle. Its doors would open up, and characters would come out that would somehow change the stage. Oh. Um, So maybe like Tom Nook sets up a tent, and then he upgrades it to a big tent that knocks everybody away. You know, uh, Isabel and Digby show up and they just start throwing items everywhere. I think that uh, you you could have a lot of fun character representation and make it a little bit more thematic than previous AC stages.
0: That's really cool. I love that idea. Thank you. I also found out recently about the competitive Smash scene, if a stage has walk-off zones like that, uh-huh. if it's just like a flat stage um, that you can like walk off, uh-huh. It's immediately disqualified as a competitive stage good
1: thing i don't give a shit
0: <laughs> I, I found this out because dan fornacci the mm-hmm. rivals of ether guy has played with the idea of making a tournament legal stage mm-hmm. in rivals of ether with walk-off zones ah. and the community has gotten so mad at him <laughs> <laughs> they're they're oh like no Dan, Edelus was crazy enough. You're going to ruin the competitive scene if oh you my do God. this. His like several of his co-developers actually are like no, this is a mistake, Dan. Don't do it. I like I gotta look at the scene. It's like wow, this is so intense that like like I would look at that and be like ooh, this looks fun, but right. apparently that's just like vastly skewed towards a certain type of playstyle. Hmm. So like that kind of stage existing just makes that kind of character more broken.
1: Okay. Well, maybe he can do a situation where if you're in like party mode, then it's a walk off, but if you're in tournament mode, they take that away or something.
0: Yeah, the, the thing is he he likes to make both ether and basic stages uh-huh. uh tournament legal. Oh, so that's that's I where see. that's where the the
1: anger is coming from. Um, Man, you know, like I get it. Like, you know, I'm more <laughs> of a fighting game guy than a than a smash guy, right? So right. obviously there are going to be things where I kind of don't understand, where I just don't have the context to really understand on a deep and intricate level right. what makes a walk-off stage so problematic. Right, And of course, it's never my intention to offend anybody. That being said, if you are someone who has gotten this upset at Dan Fornacci for deigning to include a walk-off stage in his game, have a little more faith in him you know he's clearly a guy who's really interested in competitive smash-alike games that feel good to play competitively like i'm sure that he would have thought this through it's like when injustice one first came out injustice yeah. gods among us right they wanted to include stage hazards in the game and it, the internet was a buzz about how intrinsically broken that would be yeah right? there's no way that this is gonna work they made it work Maybe you can make
0: walk-off stages work. Dan has already said, like, there would be, like, hazards on the walk-off sides of the stage mm-hmm. that would make it so you wouldn't be allowed to camp there. Like,
1: he would take damage for standing there too long. Right. Um, yeah. You know, I yeah. just uh, just give, give the guy a little room to breathe here. Yeah. Like, he's I'd... really an innovator in the scene, and I feel as yeah. though the more freedom he has, the better.
0: Yeah. I think we talk about Rivals of Ether like every other episode of this it's, podcast. It's a good game. It's really good, yeah. We and... are not
1: sponsored by Dan Fornaci, <laughs> But if he wants to
0: sponsor us... <laughs> As we've said before, <laughs> you just listen, uh, uh, Hello. Just
1: send us an email, smashing theory. <laughs> anyway, what were you going to say? I like your stage idea. It's cool. Thank you.
0: Do you have any like alternate Animal Crossing stage ideas? Uh, not really. Yeah, you know, you've got the village, you've got the island. Both of those have been covered. Yeah, and I don't think we'd get a stage based on the mobile game. You know, right now, <laughs> I, I
1: feel like in general, like the mobile games will sort of be treated separately. You know, I guess maybe if we had to add another stage to the game, maybe the museum. Oh, that'd be there's cool. like a museum in each Animal Crossing game. You could like go from room to room and fight among fossils. Yeah, different bugs and things like that. Oh, that would be neat. I would like that.
0: Cool. That'd be cool. In the meantime, though, let's move on to items. Ooh, let's move on. So, the first Animal Crossing item to be in the game, mm-hmm. which is older than the villager himself, as well, is a trend, right, is the pitfall. Right. Introduced in Brawl, it's a circle with an exclamation point on it. You throw it into the ground, and then it becomes a pit trap that your opponent can walk into and be trapped in a hole while he wiggles around. Which is great
1: fun in actual Animal Crossing and it, also in Smash.
0: Yeah, and Animal Crossing is a cute little prank you can play on people visiting your town or on other villagers. Right. And in Smash Bros, it's a death knell for the person <laughs> that dares to step on your pit. Pretty much. Uh, Pretty much. <laughs> pit. Pitfall is actually kind of cool... In that, like, if you just throw a pitfall at someone, they'll automatically, like, descend towards the ground. <laughs> so it's fun to throw a pitfall at someone that's trying to recover onto the stage from, like, the side. Oh, and and then they, they just, just plummet down oh, to the ground. Oh, I didn't know that secret tech. That's really neat. Yeah. <laughs> fun strat. Yeah. And then, in four, we got the beehive. Right. It's a beehive. Wow. you You throw it and bees come out and attack the nearest person.
1: Good. Yeah, 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 solid item. Uh huh.
0: Fun time. Yep. <laughs> that's that's all the existing items. Do you have any
1: ideas for new items that can represent Animal Crossing? Hmm. That's a great question. And the trouble with it is that the villager uses many of the items that are in the game as parts of his kit. Yeah. Does he use the shovel? Or they, I should say, right? Because you can do kind of either. Yeah. I think the the shovel is like their down smash or something, actually. Uh, yeah. Well, if they don't, I was going to say, you know, maybe you can use the shovel and then dig up other Animal Crossing items. Oh, that'd be cool. A little redundant,
0: but, you know, Um, what are you going to (laughs) do? One thing that would be fun, but maybe like a bit much to ask is in Animal Crossing, Mm -hmm. you can get a lot of furniture and stuff. Right. When... Furniture is not in your house and you're holding it. It turns into a leaf it'd be funny if you could pick up like a leaf off the ground and then throw it at
1: someone and it turns into a piece of furniture <laughs> that like amazing. knocks them off the stage and of course like depending on the size of the furniture that you get it would have like a variant effect so like you know yeah. you could throw it maybe it's a lamp and it just hurts a little bit or you could throw it it's like a fucking couch yeah. <laughs> <laughs> knocks them off that's a great idea I would uh, love that yeah I feel like that'd be a bit
0: like complicated for them to like integrate into the yeah, game yeah maybe
1: it's like a pseudo Pokemon right
0: Yeah, so, yeah like yeah, the work of implementing a Pokemon, but it's furniture. I can see them <laughs> passing on that. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> um, so let's move on to the soundtrack. Okay. In terms of existing highlights, every single song that KK Slider sings, basically. <laughs> a couple of my favorites are the remix of Bubblegum KK mm-hmm. and Go KK Rider. Both great remixes of great KK Slider songs. Nice. Um, there's also a great remix of the 2 a.m. theme. Uh, that sort of, like, increases the tempo and this just adds K.K. Slider <laughs> vocals that weren't in there before. It's a really good theme. Outside of K.K. Slider stuff, there's the theme that happens when you go, like, on an island tour in New Leaf. Oh, uh, okay. And there's just a really, like, high-energy, awesome remix of that in Smash Bros. 4. Nice. That I love. It's really good.
1: Yeah, you know, I'll, I'll never turn down Animal Crossing music. Um, it's kind of like the ultimate chillax music in any video game and uh, they've done cool stuff to make it more fighty in the smash franchise yeah
0: uh like cap'n's theme uh singing his song in the middle of a fight it's great yes
1: it's good stuff it is do you have any new tracks that you'd like to see um so speaking of cap'n's theme i would love just like a completely serious cover of it with, like, actual vocals. You know, hire someone who sounds like a pirate, get some <laughs> instruments in there, and just have them sing, like, some random cap shanties and, and throw in the weird stuff that he says in the middle. That's my dream. That'd be amazing. <laughs> yeah. I would love that. Yeah. And songs with corny vocals is a thing
0: that we get in every Smash Bros. game yeah. since starting with Brawl. Exactly. So I'm so down for that. I really want... A remix of DJ KK. Ah, nice. The original plays while he's hanging out on Saturday night. You know that bo bo be be bo be bo uh-huh. ba, bo 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 bo. I love that song. Uh, <laughs> and deserves a remix.
1: Yeah, I'm totally down for that. Any KK? Yeah, know, just throw it at me. Yeah, give me more KK remixes. They're yes. so good. Let's read some listener mail. Cool, yes, let's go to that weird pelican in the post office and ask if we have any mail, and also, I guess we can pay off some of our loan to make a bigger house because Tom Nook won't upgrade that shit till you pay off your loan. <laughs> <laughs> so who's written to us Max k
0: Seven thirteen says a stage idea of mine is Nook's store. It would start off at Nook's Cranny, which would be small and have breakable areas. <laughs> After a minute, it would transform into Nook and Go, which uh. would be similar, but it would be larger and fewer things can be destroyed. Next, it would transform into Nook way, which I got no ideas for, except that it would be slightly larger than Nook and Go. Okay. Finally, we get to Nookingtons. This phase would take advantage of the second floor to add an extra layer to the battle, literally. It would also be neat if items did not randomly spawn on these stages and instead were put on the shelves by either Nook himself or Tommy and Timmy.
1: I love that idea. Yeah, me too. I really love
0: that idea. Yeah, uh, what a fantastic stage idea. I hope they do something like that. Uh, He continues, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: As for items, I would like to see the fishing rod introduced. The fishing rod would replace the grab of any character holding it into Mm. a tether grab with great range and frame data. And of course, if the character has a tether grab, they can therefore use it as a tether recovery as well. It would be really beneficial to those characters that struggle to recover like Little Mac, but not Villager, ironically. Yeah, those are two really excellent ideas, Max. Yeah,
1: mechanically, that is so neat, and I would never have thought of that. That's really cool.
0: Yeah, good good Animal Crossing knowledge that you dropped on us. I love it. Thank You're you, Max. Re-
1: you really crossed us up with those Animal Crossing skills.
0: Lil' Fox Tato is back. Woo! And they say... I would like to see Kicks the Skunk become an assist trophy, where he throws shoes at people. <laughs>
1: Beautiful. Yep. Good. Thank you. Yep. What a great visual! You yep, know? That's, that's fantastic, yeah. right? He just like walks on stage, looks at somebody, is just, just like throws a bunch of shoes. It could be one of those situations where he spawns and just keeps throwing shoes. Yeah, no, I
0: I just imagine him like just running across the stage, like double fisting shoes and just like (laughs) just throwing them
1: like That is fantastic. Yeah. Who's your favorite Animal Crossing villager?
0: Outside of the main cast, there was like this duck in my village. I think his name was Drew or something. Okay. And he was just really stupid and I
1: loved him. (laughs) Such a dumb duck. I loved him so much. I really appreciate the reasons that you like characters.
0: <laughs> uh, um as far as the main cast goes, I mean Isabel's definitely up there. Nice. And I got a soft spot for Dr. Shrunk actually.
1: Ah, he's good. Cuz he's just yeah. a, he's really like sad but also <laughs> funny. I also like his, I like his little side quest where you can give him fruit and then he gives you emotions.
0: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and he does like stand-up acts and they're all bad on purpose. Yeah,
1: he's, no, he's, he's good.
0: Yeah, I love him. And that's where we'll leave
1: our Animal Crossing discussion. Yep, we're taking the train to a new town, a harder town, a rougher town, where people fight in the ring. Punch-Out! Yes! (laughs) So let's talk about Punch-Out characters. Okay. We got one veteran
0: character, Mm -hmm. Little Mac, who made his debut on 4. Little Mac has one really cool claim to fame, actually, within the Smash franchise. Thus far, he is the only character that started as an Assist Trophy and got promoted to playable.
1: Oh, that is interesting. Yeah. Hmm. Another cool thing about Little Mac is that he's a great character, and I love playing as him. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> his, he is so cool mechanically. Yeah. He's got that deal where
0: he's great if he's on the ground, but his aerial game sucks.
1: Which is like a really fun conceit, but also one that makes him bad in competitive Smash. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's funny. I remember getting Smash
0: Bros. for the 3DS mm-hmm. and playing online matches and everyone was little mac right he was actually considered broken at the beginning and then as like aerial game became more important people were like oh no wait he's not that good <laughs> still a lot of fun to play though yeah and, no, and, I, I really like him yeah i love his mechanics and he's really really a fun character so obviously i think little mac can and should come back i agree in veteran assist trophies Little Mac was one.
1: Hey, wow.
0: But then he wasn't. Because he was the main character instead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and there were no Punch-Out! assist trophies to fill in that gap. Right. Smash 4 just didn't have any assist trophies. Which is kind of a shame because there's a lot of cool characters in Punch-Out! Yeah. You know, a lot of assist
1: trophy potential.
0: Yeah, I I agree with that. And there were no Smash 4 costumes either. Right. So, which brings us to new character discussion. Okay. And I think ultimately, like, there are a lot of cool characters, and I think they would all fit that assist trophy status, mm-hmm. but as far as being important enough to be a new playable character representing Punch-Out, right. I think there's only one person who even reaches that potential, and it's because they'd be such a weird pick. Okay. Uh, Doc
1: Lewis. <laughs> Little Max trainer. Especially like in the punch-out that came out for the Wii, he probably talked more than any other character in that game. Oh, yeah.
0: Actually, I think Next Level Games, the people who designed the game just really love Doc Lewis. (laughs) There is a Club Nintendo exclusive game that you could download by spending Club Nintendo points or something Mm -hmm. that I actually have (laughs) on my Wii. It's just basically like a slice of punch-out exclusive to this app where you fight doc lewis oh, okay and he he basically trains you and like he starts out like kind of easy but then like gets like incredibly hard that's you know? cool yeah like he like pulls some tricks on you and gets surprisingly difficult so okay. they could they could pull some inspiration from that then i think he has he at least has fun moves that potential mm-hmm. he could he could ride his bike I, around i was gonna say like his side beat could be like pulling out the bike and riding it yeah oh actually and i remember what it was like Like, Doc Lewis isn't that hard to fight, but he'll occasionally, like, uh, stop for a second to eat some candy. Uh If you punch the candy out of his hand, Uh he gets mad and then really difficult to fight. That's cool. So he could eat candy, I guess. (laughs) Sure.
1: Maybe he could, like, spawn a sandbag and kick it around or something. Oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Uh That'd be pretty cool. Yeah, like, it's interesting because I think that there are a lot of really fun Punch-Out! characters that have cool moveset potential, but in terms of, like, relevancy and popularity, it's kind of harder for them, you Exactly, know? yeah. And I think
0: Doc Lewis is the most recognizable punch-out character next to Little Mac. Yeah. But I think he's he's just sort of destined to always be Little Mac's, like, sidekick character. Like, yeah. he shows up in Little Mac's victory screen when Little Mac wins a match in Smash 4. Doc Lewis is there, like, you know, cheering him on mm-hmm. in at least some of Little Mac's victory animations.
1: And I think that's how it'll be yeah, yeah, I think that's fine. Yeah, I think that's fine, too. I don't necessarily know that Punch-Out! needs more main character representation than it already has. Yeah,
0: same. Little Mac's perfect. Yeah, I'm glad he's there and he
1: should stay there. He's but, so great. Yeah. But we don't need to throw, like, Soda Popinski into the game <laughs> yeah. as a character.
0: Let's do bosses. Okay. Um. So there weren't any bosses in previous Smash games. Sure. Representing Punch-Out! So, in terms of new bosses, I think King Hippo is kind of a dead ringer. Okay, yeah, I think uh, that's good. That's cool. Yeah, very iconic punch-out enemy. Just uh, big, mean guy with a big, big
1: belly with, like, tape on it. I think in particular it would be really fun if he was done up in kind of, like, the old-school SN... Or, you know, like, the NES punch-out style... And just enormous, right? Like, the (laughs) entire back screen is just the screen of Punch-Out, and you're kind of fighting him, but you're really small, you know? Oh my god, that'd be so cool. Yeah, kind of a situation like that, I think that'd be really neat. Yeah, I would also just love an assist trophy like that. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, that'd be really great. Obviously, you're not going to throw Mike Tyson in there. (laughs) Clearly not. (laughs) Yeah. fun fact about King Hippo, we mentioned
0: not too long ago that there was that 90s cartoon, Captain N, the Game Master, (laughs) where Eggplant Wizard was one of the recurring villains, Uh, King Hippo was, like, his sidekick character, (sighs) like, you know, like, Eggplant Wizard was, like, the one who thought he was smart but was actually dumb, and King Hippo was the one that was just, just dumb.
1: Um, the grounder of the scratching grounder duo. Oh exactly. my god, that's fucking perfect. Yeah, <laughs> that was that was a weird cartoon. I would love to see like modern day nerdy comedians revive that show. Oh my god, you know, just for like a special, just like an hour long special, to see what they could do with that wacky cast of characters. I think that'd be really fun. Oh, that'd be amazing. Actually, that'd be so good.
0: Okay. So let's move on to stages. Okay. Punch Out had really its franchise debut in Smash Four. Mm-hmm. So we've got one stage to work with that right. they introduce in four, both versions of four actually, both the 3DS and Wii U versions of the game, the boxing ring. Yeah. Which it's kind of cool because this was one of the first stages revealed for Smash Bros. Mm-hmm. It was initially presented as a generic stage, right? Right. That just had the Smash Bros. logo in the center of the ring. But then after Little Mac got revealed, it changed to the Punch-Out logo in the center of the ring and revealed that this is a Punch-Out stage.
1: Which is really cool. Yeah. Good, good
0: twist, guys. Yeah, it's a really cool stage. I really like the design of it. Uh, it it has walk-off, like, basically, like, the ring's in the center. You can sort of jump into the audience area, right. basically, and, like, run off. I think one of the things that actually ends up making kind of frustrating to fight on is that there's sort of a... Uh, there's like like a spotlight like row like right. you know that that row of lights that is sort of at the top of the stage and you can fight like on that row mm-hmm. but you can also knock it down onto <laughs> the stage and anyone that's under it just gets knocked to hell. Yeah,
1: yeah, that was a little op. Uh, yeah, like it's a cool idea, but then also like you're fighting down on the ring and then suddenly you just died. You're like, what the fuck? Ha-? Oh, duh. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, really like that stage design-wise, though. I'd love to see it come back. I'd especially love to see it come back without that thing at the top. Me too. So, in terms of new stages, I think it's hard to think of a new stage that isn't another boxing ring. <laughs> right, because, yeah, so much of Punch-Out! takes place in a boxing ring. That makes sense. Yeah. But I do have an idea for a stage. Tell me. Uh, You know how in the original Punch-Out! for the NES, when you win a cup... You see, like a cutscene of Little Mac like running in his jumpsuit, right. and he's like running, like in sort of like this park setting, oh, yeah. and he's following Doc Lewis in his bike. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you sort of like see the the Statue of Liberty in the background, and that's the stage. It's the place, <laughs> the place where Little Mac is jogging in that cutscene.
1: Okay, yeah, you know, yeah, you could have him, or you could have Doc Lewis riding his bike back and forth. Yeah, knock you away. -hmm. It'd be fun. It'd be kind of fun because you can see the Statue of Liberty in the background. It would be fun if that was just a feature of the inevitable New Donk City stage. You know, like occasionally Doc Lewis rides by. Uh Like you you just stick him in New Donk City.
0: That that'd be. I don't think they would ever do that. (laughs) I don't don't think they would ever
1: cross pollinate like that. Which is a shame. Um, At least stage wise, you got to get into the crossover game. Marvel's doing it. One, yeah, that's right. Marvel did do
0: that. They like, you know, they they combined Marvels like Marvel locations with Capcom locations. And although PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale didn't really stick the landing on that game, right? And, you know, it did a lot of things not great, but they always had cool concepts. And one of the concepts I really liked is that all of the stages were also mashups. Yes, that's really neat. Like, I think one thing they did was they mashed up like the Little Big Planet stage. With the Buzz video game. Oh, yeah. So you'd be like fighting on it and then it would turn into a quiz show while you mm-hmm. played. Yeah. That was neat. Yeah, Nintendo will never do stuff like that, I don't think. No. Which is kind of, you know, kind of kind of a bummer. But also, the locations they have across all their IPs stand well enough on their own that I think that's fine. Okay,
1: that's fair. I can see where you're coming from there. But, I do
0: think that Doc Lewis riding around New Doc City would be a spectacle to behold, that I would love that <laughs>
1: cool, good
0: next, moving on to items. no items represented punch out, which All makes right. sense I mean what what would they do? Boxing <laughs> gloves, you know right? I do have one idea though, okay, the bell ah, oh. uh, you know, like just the bell that they ring mm-hmm. to show like the end of a max, the bang bang,
1: <laughs> yep,
0: bang, bang, uh. <laughs> Yeah, you could just, like, pick that up, and then everyone freezes in place for a second.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Uh,
0: Really, it's just, there's already, like, that
1: stopwatch, and that's functionally the same thing. So, whatever. Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. You pick up the bell, you ring it, everyone freezes in place, and then suddenly a giant little Max Sprite just comes up to cheer, because it's the end of the round, and knocks anyone who gets caught in it away. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I did it!
0: <laughs> That's more of an assist trophy like style interaction, but I, I like it. It's cool, cool, good. I'm glad because it's definitely going to be in the game now. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. So moving on to soundtrack, mm-hmm. it's funny. There's not much Punch Out music in Smash Bros. Four, right? Actually, the the Punch Out stage actually has a bunch of music from other games. Like for example, as Little Max theme from Captain Rainbow.
1: Oh, huh. Because
0: Little Max shows up in uh, this Japan-only game called Captain Rainbow, Right. where you're basically a washed-up ex-TV star stuck <laughs> on an island with a bunch of neglected Nintendo characters, like Burdo's there, crazy Tracy from Link's Awakening is there. Oh wow, yeah, like some of the soldiers from Advance Wars, like the just the regular infantry troops. <laughs> Like, uh, I I knew this game
1: existed. I just forgot how crazy the cast was. That's yeah. really cool. And
0: Little Mac is there and he's super duper fat and out of shape and you <laughs> help him work out. Uh and when he's working out with you, a special theme plays, and that is in Smash Bros. <laughs> but also like just like a theme from like this Jap- Japan-only game called like Shinogi or something. <laughs> like Yeah, they, they just dumped a bunch of like random theme songs onto the punch out stage and punch out itself got A Few Songs Rips Straight from Punch-Out Wii, Okay. And like two remixes. One remix of the jogging theme, the theme that like plays while Little Max jogging in that cutscene, that was actually the remix that played in Little Max Reveal Trailer. Okay, yep, yep. And that's a great remix, and I love that, and it should come back. It is, it really pumps you up. Yeah, and there's also a remix of the minor circuit theme. Right. Uh, Yeah, it's funny, there's not a lot of music they could pull from, though. Right. One track that they haven't actually used is the jingle that plays during the title screen for the Punch-Out game. Oh, yeah. um, Which I think is actually just, like, sort of the the jingle that plays, like, during a regular boxing match, like, in <laughs> boxing. And maybe that's why, but maybe they could incorporate that into a theme somehow. That'd be fun. Yeah. That's all I got. But someone has a different idea. Let's read some listener mail. Okay. Croc 2274 on Reddit says... Punch-Out! needs music from the specific fighters, such as Glass Joe, Disco Kid, Don Flamenco, Super Macho Man, and Mr. Sandman, along with any others. They sound so much more unique than just the title theme or circuits. I also think Punch-Out! needs an assist trophy. Bald Bull or King Hippo could easily take up that space, as they're the most recognizable fighters with unique moves. Thank you, Croc. I think that's
1: a cool idea. I agree. Character themes. Mm -hmm. It'd be kind of hard for me to choose particular character themes uh because a lot of them are really
0: great <laughs> yeah and i think one thing is you can have a lot of character themes because especially in punch out we all of the character themes are remixes of the circuit theme mm, you know right kind of like how in arms nearly every character theme in arms is just a different remix of the oh, oh yeah okay yeah
1: Punch-Out does kind of the same trick. It might be fun to kind of do a medley of them, you know? Just like the, the yeah. title theme, but kind of like each character theme gets a couple bars. I think that'd be amazing. I yeah. would love that. Thanks um, for uh, writing in, Croc2274. Yeah. Cool idea. Very cool. Moon Medic 99 says,
0: I could see a boxing ring too, much like Flat Zone 2 or Pokemon Stadium 2. I don't know what it would add aside from some aesthetic changes, but a new gimmick, like the stage lights from Smash 4, could work. Okay, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, like, that's something that didn't really occur to me before I read this. Like, oh yeah, they could just, like, put a new spin on the boxing ring
1: level. Mm -hmm.
0: So, I would appreciate that, and I appreciate you, Moon Medic.
1: Yes, and if the 99 is there because you were born in 1999, then I'm older than you, and that's fine. We got any more mail, (laughs) Daniel? We got one more mail. Okay. Glowing Potato says,
0: Mr. Sandman, Bald Bull, and King Hippo have the best chances, but I don't think we'll see another Punch-Out Fighter. King Hippo is iconic. Might be hard to come up with a moveset, though. Mm. Throwing pineapples, smash attacks would be easy. (laughs) Bald Bull has appeared in every single Punch-Out title. Moveset might be a little easier, like Bull Charge. Mr. Sandman is iconic and is the final boss in the Wii version. We could use more villains... And may I add that he'd be the first African American fighter. Also, in his trailer, he could send Kirby to Dreamland, <laughs> which is a thing that
1: he yells. Uh-huh. Yeah. That is so wild that there haven't been any black characters in Smash. It's not that wild, I guess, because, you know, it's like a Japanese franchise filled with Nintendo characters. It'd be really nice to see that rectified. <laughs> let's get some representation in there. Maybe maybe not Mr. Sandman. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Come on, guys. Let's, yeah. Uh, let's, let's stick it in there.
0: Yeah, that'd be really nice. He also says, Great Tiger could be an assist trophy involving
1: illusions of himself. I actually... Um, Was going to mention, because as he was kind of going through all the characters, Great Tiger is my favorite punch-out opponent. Oh, nice. And I do think that with kind of the wacky, weird teleportation illusion stuff that he does, there's definitely a lot of potential for assist trophy dumb. Nice. Yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I'm glad, because otherwise it would be on the floor, and I'd be littering. Thanks, everybody.
0: (laughs) Thanks, everyone, (laughs) for their listener mail. As always, we really love reading everything you guys bring in, and you always come up with really cool, really creative ideas. And as always, there's always too many for us to read, but we do read all of them, and we love all of them. Keep sending them in, we'll keep reading them, and we may feature you on the podcast someday.
1: Yes, as usual, we always love your feedback, whether you're feeding us back on Reddit, you're feeding us back via email, or you're feeding us back via Twitter. So keep feeding us so that we can get fat with your ideas. Anyway, Daniel, you want to go through all the predictions that you've made so far? I do. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, here's the predicted roster we've made so far.
0: In the Mario episode, I predicted Mario, Luigi, Peach, Bowser, Rosalina, Bowser Jr., Captain Toad, and Paper Mario. Mm-hmm. In the Mario Spinoffs episode, I predicted Donkey Kong, Diddy Kong, Yoshi, and Wario. Mm-hmm. In the Zelda episode, I predicted Link, Zelda, Sheik, Ganondorf, Toon Link, and Herbosa. And Sean predicted Midna. I did. In the Saccharise Babies episode, I predicted Kirby, Meta Knight, King DDD, Bandana, Waddle Dee. Sean predicted Marks instead. I did. Pit, Palatina, and Dark Pit. The sci-fi episode, I predicted Captain Olimar, Ness, Lucas, Shulk, Rex, and Pyrrha with Mithra. Nice. And last time in the McClouds episode, I predicted Fox, Falco, Wolf, and Captain Falcon. Good picks all around. And finally, today, yep. I predict villager and little mac yeah that sounds about right yeah we uh <laughs> you know i i think there's a lot of cool stage and item and whatnot potential for these franchises to yeah. get added in but i think villager and little mac are exactly what we need in terms of character representation and we will probably say that way i agree
1: as as boring as it makes that part of the predicted roster um i just don't think that we're getting additional representation from either of those franchises yeah it just seems super unlikely to me
0: if you want to see what else we're up to, I have a podcast called Play This, where my friend Max and I recommend video games to each other and have in-depth discussions about them. Uh, next week, you can expect to get our Life is Strange episode, which I just finished recording uh, right before I started recording this one, and my voice is just about shot.
1: Wow, what a coincidence. I guess life really is strange. Oh, Jesus Christ.
0: <laughs> but uh, after I edit that monster, we record it for like... Three hours. Uh, I think that'll be a fun episode. You can also catch my brand new podcast project that I just started. It's called Video Game of the Day. And every day for the month of May, I'm uploading a new episode that highlights a fun fact or holiday about that day. And then I feature a video game related to that fun fact or holiday. For example, May 2nd was Dwayne the Rock Johnson's birthday... (laughs) And I talked about King of the Monsters, because that's vaguely related to Rampage, and
1: I wanted to talk about it. Yeah, it's a really fun podcast. Um, I've actually been doing a little bit of editing help, because I do the background music for it. And it's the background music is so good! <laughs> First of all, thank you. Uh, second of all, I have to stop myself from just, like, listening to the whole thing and actually, <laughs> like, edit shit. You know, like, that, that takes some motivation on my part, because it really is... Just fascinating to listen to, and I think that Daniel's always got really good insights about kind of stuff like that. So definitely worth checking out. Well, thanks, Sean. You're welcome. And Sean has some places where you can see him. I do. First of all, do you like Undertale? Are you kind of ambivalent about Undertale? (laughs) Do you hate Undertale? I'm someone who was kind of ambivalent about Undertale, but now I'm starting to like it because I've been playing it regularly on my YouTube channel, which uh, you can find if you search RE Chief on YouTube. I'm uh, on part four, I think, of the playthrough so far. Had to take a little break because my week got kind of busy, but I anticipate on uh, beginning to upload episodes again very soon, so keep an eye out. Ooh, yes nice if on the other hand you are a small or large business or an organization or even just an individual who appreciates the fine art of voiceover artistry (laughs) it's kind of redundant but whatever Mm -hmm. uh you can find my demo reel at soundcloud.com forward slash re underscore chief any business related inquiries if you want to commission something or something like that you can contact me at Sean Daniel Francis at gmail.com. That's S-E-A-N D-A-N-I-E-L F-R-A-N-C-I-S at gmail.com.
0: Bucks will spent. Thank you. So next time Yes. On a Smashing Theory, it's our retro episode.
1: people beep, poop. Boop, beep.
0: And that's not retro is in Retro Studios. But that'd be kinda cool. Yeah. Like I I know that's a little confusing. It's <laughs> it's weird because Back before Retro Studios was a thing, we'd just say like, "Oh, that's the retro rep of a right. Smash." So it feels weird to call it anything else. By the Retro episode, we mean the token representative we get in every Smash game that sort of calls back to a game that has stayed dormant since since the NES and Super NES days of Smash Bros. Stuff right. like. Stuff like Ice Climbers and uh, and Pit from Kid Icarus. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh, I'm deciding now, we'll call it Retro Revivals. You know what I'm talking about then?
1: Oh, uh-huh. Yeah, That's so, good. That's good.
0: So next time, Retro Revivals, will be, where we'll be talking about those callback characters from the old Nintendo days. If you have predictions of your own for this category, and I have a feeling that you will, because <laughs> this is a fun category to talk about, yeah. I'm really excited to do this episode. Yes, I agree then you can tweet them at us at A Smashing Theory on Twitter or send them to A Smashing Theory at com, and we will look at our favorites and read them on the podcast next week.
1: Yeah, feel free to really kind of trawl through the archives of old, forgotten Nintendo stuff and send us some wacky pics. I know
0: I will. Cool. I will look forward to that. Alright. Well, that's it. I am going to... Uh, chug of a gallon of salt water good
1: idea. and then
0: lie down for a while <laughs> but
1: thank you so much for listening to our episode and in the past in the present in the future and in the future yet to come I hope you have a smashing time! How do these get longer every single time you do this? Because I want you to have an even more smashing time than you did the previous time I told you to have a smashing time.
0: Goodbye, everybody!